They are ambitious. They are supporters. They are hustlers. They champion other women. They are boss babes. The Ottawa Valley is full of boss babes, and I'm here to tell you who they are. Love is what brought this babe to the Ottawa Valley, and she fell in love again with the area and the community. Initially working as a behavioral therapist and then a preschool teacher, in her spare time, she discovered her passion for sewing, and it was while she was off on maternity leave in 2019 that she realized she wanted to create personalized blankets. Fast forward a few years later, and she has expanded her inventory to add new items such as bedding, wooden name puzzles, wall decor, and a lot more. She has been featured in magazines such as Home and Garden, British Vogue magazine, and in 2020, her business achieved the Children's Good Retailer of the Year Award. Please welcome to the podcast, Erin Thompson of Bug and Bean Decor. Hello, hello. So Erin, like I had mentioned in my opening, um, you're originally from Oakville and then you moved to the Valley in 2014. So I'd love to know what made you originally decide to move here and what do you enjoy most about living here in the Valley? So uh, I have to say love is what caused me to move here. I'm sure that's the story for so many of us. I met and fell in love with a military man. Uh, we were together for almost two years, long distance. I lived in the GTA area. He was up here in Petawawa. And we decided to kind of just take the risk. And I moved up here. I left my job in Toronto. And I remember when I first got up here, the snow had just melted and I was making my first garden ever. And I was sitting there and just thinking about how peaceful it was. And I really reflected on the fact that I hadn't sat down and had a moment like that ever really in my life until I moved here to just have a, a space to breathe and to connect with nature. Um, and that was kind of the moment that I knew I'd probably be here for life. And I think that's, that's the same for so many of us. Uh, this area has such a strong sense of community uh, with female entrepreneurs, as I was saying earlier to Holly, and just with supporting small businesses, it's, it's just the perfect place for our family. And I knew when I moved here, we always talk about what's going to happen if we get posted. And we always just talk about coming right back here. <laughs> I hope you guys don't get posted because obviously we love having you here and it's so nice to have, you know, such a great business like yours, like yours stationed in deep river. I mean, I'm sure all the locals who can take advantage of, uh, of the free shipping and pickup options for their little ones is, uh, is a nice perk. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And a, a lot of our brand ambassadors are local as well. We do like a lot of local photography. So uh, it's been really nice. I've been able to connect even deeper with the community and the families here through Bug and Bean as well. And prior to you going into business full time, Erin, you were working as a behavioral therapist with children diagnosed on autism spectrum. So how long were you doing that for? Oh, about a decade, just over a decade. Um, I moved up here and had all intentions of continuing that, but this was back in 2014 and you know, the resources are really, really small compared to what they are now. And so I kind of lucked out when I moved here. I got a job at a local preschool and I was able to kind of work with kids with special needs through the preschool. And it was, it was kind of fulfilling everything for me. It was just wonderful. And then when did you go from, you know, working as a behavioral therapist and into discovering your passion for sewing, creating the custom nursery decor and personalized baby apparel and transitioning to doing it full-time? So when I moved here and, and this slowed down life and really took in everything around me, I was able to pick up hobbies and new things that I had never thought of before. And that included uh, crocheting. So when I initially started working kind of as, as a side hobby, side gig, it was Ottawa Valley crochet. And I was making little stuffed animals and things like that for kids. Uh, and I enjoyed that. I loved it so much. Uh, I crocheted for tons of people, baby blankets, things like that. And I continued that up until I got pregnant with my second daughter. And that was when I realized I kind of wanted to add some sewing into my new hobbies that I've acquired. 
And I had gone down to Toronto to visit a girlfriend and she had a personalized baby blanket and I loved it. And I thought, how, how can I do this as well? And so I started teaching myself graphic design and Photoshop and all these things on mat leave. And my husband thought I was completely crazy. Uh, and he probably was right at the time, but <laughs> I was hormonal. So he let me go and, and it ended up just becoming bug and bean. I found fabric manufacturers to work with and I ended up sewing uh, blankets for friends and family and they loved them. And then I started getting requests and I thought, okay, can I really call myself Ottawa Valley crochet anymore? Or what, what should we do here? So what made you actually decide to make that switch then to bug and bean? And when was that? So, and I would say August, September, maybe of 2018, <laughs> so I kind of started brewing at the idea of doing a rebrand and including things like sewing in, and I just couldn't come up with a name. I tossed around things like Ottawa Valley kids and um, I just, it was nothing really stood out to me. And, uh, my oldest daughter, we call her bean since pregnancy and my youngest daughter, we call her bug or love bug. And I was just getting them ready to go one day. And I said, come on, bug, come on bean. And I just thought, oh, bug and bean, like, that's it. That's just that's it. Like I just knew. And as soon as I presented it to my girlfriends, of course, they were like, also, oh, that's it. That's it. So it was just uh, an aha moment. It just fit in, in my life. And it's been that way ever since. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it's so nice that, you know, your nicknames for your girls are incorporated into your business. And one thing I also want to bring forward to Aaron is that it's so nice to hear um, all these women who are on mat leave, a lot of women that I've talked to, you know, had these ideas, you know, while they're sitting around on mat leave, not working, and then they suddenly, you know, get the itch, you know, to, um, to do something for themselves. So yeah. it's so nice to hear that you found your passion and decided just to go with it and, and transition it into doing it full time. Yeah. It's been such a blessing. I, I think that if I still lived in the GTA, I wouldn't have had the confidence that I do now having met so many of the female entrepreneurs in this area, it just ignites your passion even further. It just pushes you even further to see other women who are successful. And, and the fact that it's not a very catty, you know, clicky space, it's very supportive, very loving. It's such a welcoming community. And anyone I've ever interacted with that has a small business in this area has been nothing but supportive. And it's, it, it potentially wouldn't be that way. I feel in another area, I feel like we're so blessed in the County to have that level of support for each other. Exactly. I completely agree. All right. So let's talk about your products. Can you give us an inside look to what customized products you create and must haves for a nursery? Okay. So we have minky blankets, uh, swaddles, both made with uh, muslin fabric and jersey cotton, crib sheets, change pad covers, wall decor, uh, wooden name signs, a whole bunch of random little odds and ends that we like to call our must-haves, like knotted beanies, name announcements, or milestone photo props. Um, in the spring, we have duvet cover sets that usually come out. In the fall, we offer hooded blankets. Um, we're hoping to, we're going to be attending a baby expo in the next couple of weeks. So we're hoping to add some furniture in as soon as possible as well, because I know that's a big need in the Valley. Um, and most of our items have the option now to be personalized or not, which is, is awesome because I initially started out as being a, a personalized based company. And then my, I just grew and grew. And now I've realized the need for nursery decor in general, not just personalized space nursery decor. So it's, I'm really excited about that. Um, and then when you're talking about must-haves for a nursery, I have to say anything snuggly, anything snuggle-based, I am just a blanket hoarder. Uh, anybody that really knows me can attest to that. Um, of course, I will say we don't recommend any sort of snuggle items in the, in the crib at all follow the safe sleep guide guidelines. Um, make sure you check them out. There's recommendations all over, but of course the government of Ontario has the best ones out there. 
Um, and I love to recommend must-haves that can be grow with me pieces. So even like our name signs, personalized pillows, things that your child can grow with. Um, swaddles are really nice for like that first picture, those hospital pictures, those first few months. And I am very guilty of using them for that. <laughs> but I really see the investment in when you, you know, purchase pieces that your child can grow into as well, or grow with rather, um, a good glider, which is also something that we want to offer soon. Um, it's important obviously, because you'll probably end up sleeping in it a lot <laughs> when you're a new, have a newborn. Um, so make sure it's comfortable. Um, like I said, you know, the name signs are a big, big piece for us because they can add that little sense of personalization. And the last thing I would say is a white noise machine. Uh, I had two night owls. We don't offer them, but please moms, new moms, grab yourself a white noise machine. It will be a lifesaver. Uh, I, my girls still sleep with theirs at the age of five and two. So it's, uh, it saved me many nights. Yeah, no, I actually uh, will sometimes steal my daughter's white noise machine if uh, if my phone's dead or something like that and I don't have my white noise on my phone. But I just wanted to bring to everybody's attention too with Aaron. I mean, you're not only just supporting a local business, but you're supporting... Um, a Canadian brand, a local Canadian brand, which is so nice because I wish I had known about you originally, Erin, back when I was pregnant with my daughter, because I was going out to Indigo and spending way too much money on copper and pearl items, which are very nice too. But I mean, I'm not supporting, you know, that's a, that's a, an American brand and a very expensive American brand at that, <laughs> or, you know, you're going on Etsy and you're looking, or you're going to Wayfair for the glider that everybody has. You see that same glider from Wayfair mm -hmm. in everybody's nursery. So it's so nice, you know, that you get to see something a little bit different. And again, that you guys create personalized custom options that, you know, are going to grow with your child. I just, I love that. And um, I know where I'm going to be going to, because a couple of my friends are expecting some babies. This year. <laughs> Great gift idea. Just had to give you a little plug there, but um, I'd love to know too, what was the first item that you designed? So in a hotel room while on vacation to Toronto with my daughter and husband, I decided to design my first blanket and it was, I asked my daughter what she wanted on a blanket and she said mermaids. And that was what we did. We made a mermaid blanket. It was our first print. Um, we ordered samples of the design, we tweaked it. And that's kind of another unique thing about working with us is we have our prints on our website, but if you want, you know, we've had people who want the canoe on their blanket changed to match the color of their own family's canoe. And we're able to do that. You know, we're able to change the scale. We're able to change the animals. Um, the only things we can't do are obviously trademark things like sports teams. But uh, other than that, we are able to pretty much accommodate anything. So uh, we were able to get the mermaid print in and see what kind of scale we wanted and how we wanted to change the colors and, and how we wanted to offer it. And we have done that ever since with almost all of our products we get a sample of before we start our prints. We like to see how they look printed before we offer them. And that's what's really great about our brand ambassadors is they're taking, you know, these samples that we order free of charge and they're able to kind of test them out for us and they're able to test our new prints and, and we're really thankful for them because otherwise I would have no space left in my home and my kids, I think eventually will say mom enough is enough with the blankets, but <laughs> <laughs> can never have too many. Uh, that's what I say. <laughs> and where do you get your inspiration for ideas around prints, themes, colors, and patterns? Definitely my kids, my brand ambassadors are a huge inspiration. I always, you know, send out kind of help the designer tips of what are you looking for in your nurseries this, this coming season? Uh, we follow trends like crazy. Obviously we know like the boho theme is really big right now. And so we make blankets based off of those trends as well. But 
having worked for kid with kids for so long, I kind of just ask the experts and <laughs> ask the families themselves, what are you looking for in your nurseries? What's functional for you? And a lot of people are respond with ideas that I never would have thought of. And the kids come out with things that I never would have thought of. My daughter has her own little sewing machine and she makes little things that have felt and asked me if I can make them into blanket prints. And, and it's, it, it's her that, and my youngest daughter that kind of start that, that spark of imagination in me. And I say, yeah, we, of course we can make that into a blanket print. And then it's, we do. <laughs> well, that's so nice to get your girls involved too. And I mean, who knows, maybe they'll take after their mom. Oh, they're, you know, they're involved in the packaging. They put the stickers on the boxes. They love everything about it. They love to weigh the packages. And I, it's definitely, you know, I'll see my daughter. She'll say, I'm setting up my laptop, mommy, oh. and I'm making a design. And, and yeah, I hope that they one day want to take it over and, or work alongside me. That would be awesome but uh they they're definitely I think entrepreneurs themselves so <laughs> we'll take advantage Erin of this free labor right now before they start exactly. asking you to for, for a salary exactly <laughs> so you've mentioned several times about your brand ambassadors but can you tell us a little bit more about your ambassador program and how exactly that works yeah, so we started our brand ambassador program about six months after we opened, uh, mainly because I was ordering so many things for myself and it just got to be ridiculous. Um, so it was an awesome way to kind of make deeper connections with a few people in the community and be able to kind of test out new products, get feedback, uh, kind of create our own sense of community within Bug and Bean. And the women that I've worked with have been so so wonderful with just offering pictures and and giving us shouts out on social media so it's been just an amazing experience so coming this this past uh brand ambassador search that we just finished uh we offer we started offering a commission as well so our brand reps get free product and a 20% off discount code and they can share that with their friends and family on their social media whatever they choose and then they also get a 20% commission on orders that are placed with their code and this is awesome we've had a couple of brand ambassadors you know snag a couple extra dollars on the side and and you know help out with christmas presents or whatever it is just from their friends and family using their code so it's it's been really awesome to see that. I love to give back to my brand ambassadors because they've honestly been so generous and, and so helpful for me. So anything I can do to repay them is, is what I love. So. And you just had a round of new brand ambassadors. I saw that on your social media page that uh, now this round is closed, but when's the next one opening? So we do it twice a year. So we'll do another one in the fall. And so when we sign our brand reps on, we do it for like the spring, summer, and then the fall, winter, because uh, we just find that it's just, we love to get the connection with the family. We actually have a couple blankets that are coming out this spring that are inspired by the families that we've already worked with. Um, and it's been just kind of, you watch, the families grow with you and it's been such a an rewarding experience and I to be honest have a really hard time saying goodbye to the families that we work with and I am like just I debate every end of season like should I just you know keep everybody on and then end up with you know a hundred brand ambassadors <laughs> but the, everyone is just so awesome it's just too hard to go through and choose we get hundreds of applicants and it's just it's a very kind of long overwhelming process to choose and then we end up loving the people that we work with and it's hard to say goodbye so we try to only do it twice a year and we're thinking about opening our uh commission codes up to a to a few more people as well rather than just our ambassadors because we realize it's something that a lot of people could use but we're not there yet we're just still working and working away we're excited for this coming round, our brand reps that we've chosen, we're going to do some videography with some local videographers and some photography and uh, we're excited about that. So this uh, round will have some people in some kids in home and garden magazine. So 
that'll be, you know, it's it, Vogue was last round, last season's group, and this season's going to be, I guess, House and Garden. <laughs> well, this is a perfect segue into my next question, Erin. I mean, featured in two magazines is big, but Vogue magazine, that's cool. That's so yeah. cool. So how on earth did you get featured in that? So early, early on, I made some connections in the UK with another military mom. And we met through mutual friends. And she is a business coach herself. She's a very successful businesswoman. Uh, she's owned multi-million dollar companies. And she kind of just took me under her wing and gave me all the help that I needed to kind of get started. And from her, I've been able to make these awesome connections. So they scouted us through her business coaching uh, group and they contacted us. I initially, of course, at first thought it was a scam. I had to pinch myself. I was like, this is insane. Um, and I contacted her and I said, do you know this person? And she said, yes, yes, it's, it's real. It's real. Like, you know, congratulations. And, oh my gosh! and so I still kind of just was, it was a very surreal moment. I remember calling the UK, the number that they left to like, see if I could hear the voicemail. And because we have such a different time zone, I would like mm -hmm. call when I knew it was like 2am over there. And like, okay, this person is real. This is really Vogue. Like, this is the real deal. And then, yeah, from there, it just kind of, uh, the connections just continued. I mean, we've had offers for GQ, Vanity Fair, and we had to kind of pick where we wanted to be and what would be kind of the best fit for us. So our next choice was House and Garden. And I have to admit, Vogue, like, we are obviously not a high street fashion brand, but it was more of a, on my bucket list, you know, it was just, I mean, who can turn down Vogue really? Exactly. So. Well, even when you're getting all these other offers, good for you for, you know, kind of evaluating the situation and not being so quick to jump. Cause I would have been like, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Sign yeah. me up all the Vanity Fair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was within like, I think 48 hours and my husband was kind of on the fence and we were like, is this where we want to kind of go? What's, what's going on here? You know, it was in the middle of the pandemic and I just said, I'm doing it. Like, I just said, I have to do it. I, I may never get this chance again mm -hmm, and absolutely. let's just dive in. I mean, he's not a woman, so he doesn't, he didn't even know what Vogue was. You know, I had to educate him on that. So I said, I mean, every little girl read Vogue from my generation. So I just, I couldn't say no. And he just said, all right, let's do it. And then it, when it, it wasn't real, I think for me until it came in the mail and I actually saw my business and I was holding it. And I remember going to uh, Indigo in Ottawa to try to get the UK version of Vogue. And I went called them a hundred times. Is it there? Is it there? They probably were so annoyed by me, but <laughs> it's truly, it was a, it was a once in a lifetime thing. I'm so thankful. I was so humbled by it. And uh, same with house and garden. It's just been so surreal. So you have to answer the question then, did you get your copy? Yes. So our, we get every <laughs> copy and we had every copy sent to us from the UK and uh, I just really wanted, I mean, you know, my mom wanted a copy. My best friend wanted a copy. Aww. So I had already had my copy. I was just looking out for other people. And I mean, our first issue, we shared the cover with Beyonce. So, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't get any, really any better. <laughs> what? So Beyonce, yeah, Beyonce was on our cover and right, the article right before us was about uh, Prince Charles. So we're, oh, we were very, <laughs> we were very... Uh, yeah, is, it was. I can't believe that. That is like gold status. You know who would be so proud of you right now? Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> like Carrie Bradshaw would be so like, because was she in Vogue? I think she was in Vogue in one of those episodes or something. So yeah, yeah. Like high quality status here, girl. Good for you. Yeah, I when they when they emailed us and said Beyonce was going to be on the cover, <laughs> it was like I almost jumped out of my skin. It it didn't get any better than that. <laughs> I would have died. Oh my gosh, that's cool. Yeah, totally. 
Well, while we're already on this high, you know, kind of pumping your tires with being in a magazine, <laughs> you also achieved the Children's Good Retailer of the Year Award, which recognizes small and medium-sized businesses um, that feature exceptional service excellence, quality products and service, and innovative practices. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, that was another uh, moment that we were just so surprised to be where we were. They had let us know that we were nominated. And again, I thought, okay, you know, no big deal. And then they sent another email <laughs> and said like, hey, you've been nominated. So I send back an email and say, okay, thanks for letting me know. And then a couple of weeks later, they send an email and they say, well, good news. Like you're a winner. And <laughs> oh I said, oh, great. And you know, it's a, it was just another moment where they were like, okay, we're going to have an award show. And, you know, COVID has kind of put a damper on that. So it's going to be happening, you know, later on in 2021. And I'm just here thinking like, I'm just like a girl from the Valley. Like I'm going to go to an award show now and I need some sort of gown to wear to this. Yeah. I'll be oh accepting it and a trophy and, and that's, it's all super cool. And we just another pinch me moment and they all kind of happened within the last six months. So it's been kind of one thing after another, which we're so thankful for, but I just say, how could it get any better? You know, it just feels just so surreal. I remember saying, if I could quit my full-time job and do this full-time, I would be living the dream. And now I'm and you just, are. yeah, I'm living the dream. It just never, and I really owe it to the Valley. Of course, I, I'll say, I'll, I'll pop it in now, you know, Enterprise Renfrew County has helped me out immensely in the last six months, you know, just revamping my business, going through my business plan and making, giving me the proper connections to, you know, photographers, lawyers, accountants in the area, people who are experts in insurance, you know, things that when you start your business as a side gig, you don't think that you're ever going to be big enough to have to worry about those things. And then when you do get there, uh, in our case, we weren't expecting to grow so quickly, so fast, or so we weren't expecting to grow so much so quickly. And when we did, we just kind of felt super overwhelmed and we got in touch with Enterprise Armstrong County and they were a game changer for us. We were able to now approach 2021 feeling like a whole new business, almost just so in control. And it's completely... <laughs> so so due to them they are so great and they are so free which is even better <laughs> and that's good for people to know too so just to kind of give some background information to our listeners here Erin um you had gone through Enterprise Renfrew County's Starter Plus program um and so I know if anybody had listened to my very first episode as well with Akosia Sare, she had gone through that same program and was successful. So can you kind of just give us a little insight about that program, Erin, and where you're at right now? Yeah, so we just finished our presentation to the grant committee. So we'll be finding out this week, hopefully, who's eligible for the grant, which hopefully will bring us some more good news for 2021. Uh, but grant aside, uh, the program itself is just so rich. I mean, you spend months talking about things in your business that you never would have thought uh, you would need to worry about. You know, they help you do your projected income statements for the next two to five years where you might not know how to do that. I mean, my background is working with kids. My background is being a mom and a, and a teacher, not um, working in marketing or working in accounting. And so they just have so many invaluable connections in the community that are trustworthy and they are very patient with all of your questions and very kind and supportive. And the whole process just from beginning to end is, it's definitely a grueling process. It's, it's not for the faint of heart. And anyone who's been through it will agree it takes a lot of time, but it's so worth it. I mean, I can walk away just with these friendships that I've made through the program, connections that I've made. Um, I have now invaluable resources to my business that I owe all to them. 
Yeah. And to be honest, I'm so thankful I found them. I found them through another winner, Kayla McTimoney. She has Kayla McTimoney photography. She won the grant a couple years ago and she pushed me to do it. And it's again, just another, you know, female entrepreneur helping female entrepreneur just saying, Hey, like, you know, these people can really help you out. And she wasn't wrong. They totally changed my business outlook and it gave me ample amounts of empowerment and strength through the last couple months of the pandemic. Well, for you guys to learn a little bit more about Enterprise Renfrew County, um, they are one of our sponsors. Uh, take a listen, I think, throughout some time of this uh, podcast episode, and you guys can actually learn more about the Starter Enterprise Renfrew County uh, program. Thanks for tuning in to the OV Boss Babes podcast. Stick around after we hear from our sponsors. Enterprise Renfrew County's Starter Company Plus program provides training, mentoring, and funding opportunities for entrepreneurs that are in the early stage of building their business, but might need a little help starting, expanding, or purchasing their business. The Starter Company Plus program offers entrepreneurs business training, how to write a business plan, put together cash flow projections, and provides an opportunity to complete for an award of up to $5,000 to put towards the growth of their business. The next round of applications are being accepted in spring 2021. Help make your business a successful one. Go to www.enterpriserenforcounty.com slash programs slash Starter Company Plus for more information. Summer is just around the corner and we're getting prepped. Are you ready? Natural Glow by Jacqueline provides all natural spray tans and natural teeth whitening services in the Ottawa Valley and surrounding areas. Not in the Valley? Want to get the results without the appointment? Visit naturalglowbyjacqueline.com for a full line of natural tanning, teeth whitening, and skin care products that are made in Canada. Also, we will be offering facial services coming soon. Amanda Talker Media is the Ottawa Valley's most trusted branding expert as she focuses on brand identity, photography, and social media. Amanda was born and raised in the Valley and this fuels her passion for local businesses as she assists with brand development, photography, digital design, social media management, and mentoring. Let her help you to grow and bring awareness to your business by attracting, targeting, and expanding your audience. Check her out at Amanda Talker Media on both Facebook and Instagram and see how she can bring innovative branding and marketing strategies to your business. It's Alicia from Be Savvy Fine Foods and Arm Pryor, and you're listening to the OV Boss Babes Podcast. Um, now, I know we're on such a high here, Erin, but we're going to kind of bring it down a little <laughs> bit um, because we are going to talk about uh, a loss that you did experience back in 2019. Um, you had you experienced a second trimester pregnancy loss, and then one year later, you welcomed your rainbow baby, your daughter, Violet. Um, after this tragic loss and your rainbow miracle, you launched your rainbow collection where 20% of the proceeds goes towards the pregnant and infant loss awareness network, which is based out of the Sunnybrook hospital in Toronto. I'm so sorry that you experienced a miscarriage so far along in your pregnancy. Although I am happy to hear that Violet was your rainbow miracle baby. Um, if you feel comfortable, can you talk a little bit about that experience and, um, and then as well, why? it was important for you to not only create the rainbow collection, but donate a portion of your sales to this organization? Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been super transparent about our loss, which has only, you know, given support to other women. So I've, I've just continued to be transparent and it's helped me so much in my own healing. Uh, we had our oldest daughter, Emma in 2015. And shortly after that, I had my follow-up uh, PAP appointment and they said that I had some precancerous cervical cells and would need to have them removed. So I had about half my cervix removed and they kind of warned me at that point that carrying a, a baby is going to be risky for the next little bit. Um, you know, it's kind of just a risk that's involved. Uh, but we kind of just you know, threw caution to the wind and did what we wanted to do. And, and we didn't really pay much attention to it. 
we waited a couple years and then got pregnant with our second baby. And I had kind of just, you know, felt like something was off from day one, but everything was kind of progressing as it should. And uh, about almost 13 weeks into our pregnancy, uh, we, I started to have some bleeding and I, you know, just knew at that point, I knew that that could also be a symptom, but it's just this feeling you get when you know you're, you're going to have a loss. And so sadly we lost the pregnancy and it was a long grieving process. Uh, we still obviously honor our, we call it, we say baby B, uh, we still honor baby B in many aspects of our life. And when we were ready, we decided to try for a violet, which we knew would be risky because, you know, I had already had the surgery and now we've had, you know, pile of loss on top of that. Um, and we got pregnant with a violet. It was a super risky pregnancy. I had, uh, they, they had told me that she actually had tried to detach as well and miscarry, but ended up reattaching herself. And that is really just true to her personality mm -hmm. to stay. She's very feisty and we're thankful for that feisty spirit because she fought to get here and she won't let us forget it. <laughs> so Obviously we, uh, when I started making these blankets, I knew I had to do a rainbow blanket for Violet. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know a rainbow baby is a baby that you conceive or, or birth after loss and after a pregnancy loss or an infant loss. So uh, she was our, our rainbow baby and that was kind of our theme, the whole pregnancy and, and in our announcements and in uh, her nursery. So it just, you know, I said to myself, I really want to give back with these proceeds. Like this is going to be a rainbow collection dedicated to rainbow babies, to dedicated to infant and pregnancy loss. How can I give back? And so I found uh, the Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Network um, through Google. I contacted Sunnybrook Hospital and uh, having, you know, come from the GTA, I, I know Sunnybrook Hospital very well. And I got in touch with them and I found that they offer support, counseling, you know, peer support, um, you know, I guess support groups, information. And it's truly just an essential service because when you're coping with something like that, you feel alone, even though you're not. And that was what I found, you know, nobody really talks about it. Nobody likes to talk about it. It's super uncomfortable. But when you're going through it yourself, you feel like you're the only one who's coped with it. And when I talk about it, I have people who reach out to me and say, you know, thank you for talking about it because I don't feel so alone. And, mm -hmm. and it's just that to me, you know, once my first couple girlfriends came to me and said, you know, I experienced the loss as well. And I'm like, you know, grieving with you. It was just such a sense of solidarity that I knew I'd never be quiet about it. I just want any woman who experiences it to have that same sense of support and solidarity. And if I can't give it myself, then, you know, the pregnancy and infant loss awareness, awareness network is an awesome alternative. So we've donated hundreds to them in the last uh, couple of years, and we hope to continue it. We offer, um, we, we have kind of a couple more initiatives that we do just on the side, you know, we donate to CHEO as well, but this is our main, our main, um, I guess Avenue is just so, so crucial for moms. And we have had such a great turnout. I mean, people will come back and buy the entire collection and, and we're just so thankful for that. So. Well, Erin, thank you for sharing your story. And I think that this is going to resonate with a lot of women because you're right. It's not something that people ultimately always feel comfortable talking about, but it is something that more and more women are becoming more vocal and sharing about miscarriages and, I can't even imagine to go through something like that because, you know, it's hard enough for some women, you know, to get pregnant in the first place, let alone, I mean, it's a miracle that we can carry to full term as it is. And so I think it's just wonderful what you're doing. I love that Bug and Bean donates a proceeds, donates um, a portion of their proceeds to this wonderful organization. And I think it's wonderful uh, for more people to hear about that, that what you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally crucial. It's just, I mean, 
I, if you're a mom who's been affected by loss, I, I recommend a hundred percent to reach out. And I mean, you can do it anonymously. You don't even have to like, they're just so welcoming. So such nice people and it's such a safe space. So I definitely recommend to reach out. All right. So now we're going to shift gears a little bit and Still a lot of low note before we get back to a high. Let's talk <laughs> about the pandemic because it has effect. It affected so many small local businesses, but how did it affect Bug and Bean specifically other than the major factor being shipping delays? Yeah, so thankfully we don't have a retail space. We make our products to order. We were very thankful to be able to continue operating as usual. Um, but we did have to extend our production time a little bit longer than what we would I would be ideal for us because our printing facilities, of course, had to factor in their safety protocols and their spacing of staff and reduction of staff to accommodate. So it's been an adjustment. We've kind of just had to move at a slower pace than what we would like, but everybody's been really understanding. Um, we're so thankful for our local post employees. They are constantly helping me out. They've helped me grow. They accommodate me. Um, I'm a military wife with two young kids. And when I have a trunk full of packages, I don't want to be taking all my kids into the post office, waiting in line. So they've, you know, really accommodated me to be able to drop off things at a certain time. It's just, they're so, so welcoming, but overall shipping times have been completely out of our control, sadly. Um, but being transparent has, has been our, our best bet so far, right from the get-go. We say there are delays. We're sorry. You will get your item. Uh, we wish we could speed it up and, uh, we just keep it, constant contact, you know, keep up with the customer service. We love chatting with our customers anyways. So it's a great way to stay in touch and just say, Hey, don't worry, your items on its way. Um, and everyone's been so understanding. We're, we're really lucky. One of my favorite things too, about getting ready for my daughter, uh, was putting together her nursery, but for some, it can be super overwhelming, especially if you don't know where to start. So Aaron, what are some do's and don'ts when it comes to designing a nursery? So number one, uh, do pay attention to all sleep, safe sleep recommendations. Please, please, please uh, make sure there's no electrical cords, blind cords, curtains, mobiles. Uh, make sure everything's far away from your uh, baby. You know, back is best. An empty crib is a good crib. Um, but don't be afraid to add a pop of color. Uh, neutrals are big right now, but it's easy to switch in and out little accent colors. Um, like I said earlier, uh, do invest in staple pieces that you can use throughout your child's growth. So items like dressers, uh, curtains, wall decor, decorative pillows, these things can last for years. So uh, make sure when you're purchasing them, there's something that can grow with your child. That was a mistake I made early on as a mom. So that would be one of my big do's. Uh, don't base your nursery on popular TV shows or cartoon <laughs> characters. This is super common. I get a lot of requests about like making uh, cartoon character blankets for TV shows. Uh, we don't have the trademark <laughs> trademarks to use those. So we don't, but I always kind of encourage to maybe work on a color from that character instead of use the character on the blanket and the, on the wallpaper and on the curtains, because in a couple of years, you're going to have to completely redo your nursery. And that's a, usually a pretty big expense. So, um, I just say, try to keep your decor functional and not based off of characters. Do think about lighting. Uh, this is a super underlooked piece of your nursery decor. So adding adjustable lighting, a dimmer switch, dim lighting is was a game changer for my nursery. I mean, I remember going in either stumbling through the dark to get my daughter or, you know, putting on the light and blinding her in the middle of the night. <laughs> so having that dim lighting and, and something that you can adjust is is so important. And lastly, don't worry about anybody else's opinion. 
your child's bedroom can sometimes feel like the heart of the home. You know, they say the kitchen is, but in the early years, sometimes it's your kid's bedroom Mm -hmm. and ensure that it's comfortable, functional, fun for your family. If you don't finish it before the baby arrives, you'll be too tired when the baby comes to even notice. So just enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Don't put pressure on yourself and, you know, just do what works for you and your family. And get a white noise machine, right, Erin? Yes, get a white noise (laughs) machine. And I will say, I actually have a couple of customers and brand reps who they decorate just the corner of their master bedroom and that's where their baby sleeps. And they haven't even gotten to decorating a full nursery yet. And the, the amount of personalization and, you know, decor that can go into just a little corner of your bedroom is just so amazing. And uh, I would definitely, you know, I am, I shared my bedroom with my daughter in her crib for the first six months. So uh, I definitely recommend, you know, adding that decor into your space potentially as well, because they're going to be in your room more than you think. Mm -hmm. It's true. I can relate to that. Yeah. (laughs) And one of my favorite things that's super popular are nursery wall decor flowers. So Bug and Bean actually sells these as well, but how does the assembly work for those who might not be the most crafty inclined and cringe when they say the words DIY because anything even from Ikea, I'm like, you have to put it together. Yeah, so we've been making them for a few years, but it's been really hard to figure out how to ship them without them getting squished or without it costing a lot. Uh, So a DIY option was kind of something that we put in in the interior to help people who want to ship them long distances or who maybe want to save a little bit and try it out themselves. We offer a full video tutorial that we will share with your package of yours truly assembling the flowers. (laughs) Um, And you'll receive the glue sticks that you need, everything you need, all the paper. The only thing you'll need is a glue gun. And I'm telling you, you will be amazed at your skill level. Once you get started, you'll get one petal done and you will say to yourself, wow, like I think I can work for Bug and Bean. And (laughs) it's really, it's a lot easier than it looks. And if you aren't feeling crafty or if you're in a time crunch, we definitely will assemble them for you. We've figured out a way to get them shipped to you. And we are so excited to now be offering them. Uh, When you ship them assembled, they'll be ready to hang right when you get them out of the box. So that's another option. If you're, if you're not, if you're not feeling crafty, you can get them assembled, but if you're ready to take the leap, I have faith in you and you can order the DIY option. (laughs) And I'm only, uh, you know, really a phone call away As, as much as we've grown. I'm still just so connected to our customers. So I'm kind of, you know, an over helper. So if you need any help, I'm here. (laughs) Well, I love the idea about the video too. Now, I mean, again, if Ikea could provide videos for every piece of furniture that they sell, that that would be ideal, but I love that as an option. Yeah. So it was, I mean, I thought about doing like a picture, but I myself, really learn from videos mm-hmm. and I you know taught myself sewing from YouTube videos taught myself crocheting through YouTube videos and so I I had I had faith that that would be probably the best avenue and I haven't had any negative reviews on that yet so we'll see you know as as we just started shipping them out so we'll see there it's it's you know it's a home video of me making a flower but it gets the point across hopefully I'll be working with the, you know, the videographer in the next couple months now that restrictions are up and we'll get a better video, but for now it does the job. <laughs> yeah. Well, Erin, you've had such an exciting year. I mean, as crappy as 2020 was, it still ended up, you know, you had some great highlights and some great achievements. And I mean, you know, things can only get better. I mean, third time's a charm, you know, who knows what might happen with this grant fingers crossed for you guys, but what are your plans for Bug and Bean for 2021 and what do you all hope to achieve this year? Oh, so uh, we are obviously excited to add our furniture and this has been something we've been toying with for a while. We've been looking at various options and we're excited to offer some gliders, some cribs, some bassinets. Uh, that I think is just going to be 
I'm so excited for that. Uh, we want to further our retail presence. So we are in and we have connections with uh, local Rivertown Creative in Deep River. Uh, locals now changed their name. I don't know if you've all seen that. So they're called Favorite Things now. And so we want to put some more products in there. And we're able to do that now because we're starting to branch into things that are not personalized. And that really is valuable for our retail partners. And we're so excited to get some more products out there. And then our spring collection is on its way. I'm designing blankets every day as we go along. And it's so hard. I am not a secret keeper. So if I design a really good blanket, I usually just like to release it like ASAP. And so it's really hard for me to withhold all these print secrets and product secrets in and, and do a drop, but it's coming. And our new brand ambassadors, we're so excited to welcome welcome them on board and just so excited to, to see what's coming with them and, and do our videography and our photography and our, I don't know, everything else that comes along with. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like All a busy the, year. It's it's going to be exciting. It's going to be busy. Um, we have some equipment upgrades, and and we're looking to hire as well in the next couple months. So we're we're excited for what's to come, and excited for how we can you know get more people involved from our community. Well, Erin, you should be so proud of yourself. You've come so far and done so much, and your girls they're going to be so proud as they get older and see all the things that their mom has done. And I mean. Again, I hope Beyonce is still cool in, you know, another 10, 20 years and, and for them to say, mom was in a magazine, you know, where Beyonce was on the cover. Like, how, how yeah. cool is that, right? So you should just, it's so exciting to see and I'm so excited to follow along and, and to watch your updates to see where this year will take you. Thanks. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been a wild ride and the pandemic has, has really thrown a curve for everyone, but I feel like we're really resilient here in the Valley and I think we're doing a lot better than most. So I'm really excited for what 2021 is to come for all of us, not just Bugadine, just to see the county continue to flourish is just, is so exciting. Absolutely. All right, Erin, we're going to move into my rapid 10. So here we go. What's one item every nursery absolutely needs? Oh, white noise machine. Oh, yes, <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> baby showers are the norm for the firstborn, but what are your thoughts about a baby sprinkle for the second or third baby? Yay or nay? So I'm a yay. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't. Don't let anybody rain on your parade. You deserve it, mama. And most of all, your baby deserves it too. I mean, there's nothing worse than feeling like the second or third child wasn't as spoiled as the first. So just do it. Yay. <laughs> so true. Did you have any specific pregnancy cravings? Oh, yes. Poutine uh, or Putin, however you choose to say it. Anything salty with both my girls. Uh, the Italia crepe from the Nook, um, I was addicted to, but couldn't eat. So as soon as I finished my pregnancies, that was my, you know, like my post-labor wish. <laughs> um, and yeah, peanut butter, of course. <laughs> What's your best-selling collection? Definitely our floral prints. They go like crazy for the girls and our woodland prints for the boys. Um, super, super popular. How long does a custom blanket take to make? Anywhere between four to six weeks. So we like to say four weeks, but with shipping and everything, it can be closer to six right now. But hopefully within the next couple months, things will be up to three to four weeks and we'll be zooming. You get orders from all over the world, but where was the furthest place you've shipped to? Oh, Dubai, Ireland, um, Australia. We get a lot from the UK. We've had um, things go to like PGA golfers in Florida. Um, but I think Dubai probably takes the, the, the map on that one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What's one of your favorite things about being a girl mom? Oh, so the clothing and the fact that they love girly things like me, um, you know, we spend our Saturdays doing each other's hair and makeup and really there's nothing better than doing self-care with your daughters. Oh, I love that. I look forward <laughs> to doing that when my daughter gets older. <laughs> All right. You might have to write this one down. It's one of those like, um, 
it's like a three things like you're going to keep one you're going to get rid of one and something like that so registry items must have don't bother or get it secondhand okay okay all right so i'm going to give you three options here okay diaper genie wipe warmer and a diaper caddy Ooh, mm -hmm. very tricky. Okay, so I would say don't bother with the diaper genie. I feel like we all invest in them and then we all say, why did we bother? So don't bother with that. Um, the white warmer, I would say get it secondhand if you can. I did debate it. I just don't know if I'd pay full price because I feel like it's a little gimmicky of a product, but Definitely, I hear that once the babies get it, they're spoiled. They love it. So, <laughs> um, and then I would say the diaper caddy is a must have. I mean, you need something by your change table that's going to hold all your diaper creams, all your um, diapers, different sizes, you know, especially if you're doing cloth diapering, you've got a lot more to put together. <laughs> so, you definitely need a diaper caddy. And what's your snuggle satisfaction guarantee? Okay, so we want you to be happy. I mean, obviously, that's our guarantee, our, our end goal is to keep you guys happy and snuggled and super cozy. So we have a plan in place where you're able to contact us within 48 hours of receipt of your product. And if you have any issues, if you have any questions, we can help you out. I mean, we have no problem issuing a replacement or even a refund if that's what you want. Um, we love the fact that we can trust our customers, to be honest, and we've never had a bad experience with it. So we've just, we've really stayed true to it. If you have an issue, reach out. We'll, we will make it right, guaranteed. Perfect. All right, Aaron, I hate putting the pressure on you for this. A lot of my, my <laughs> guests are always like, Holly, why do you make me pick just one? But can you give one local business a shout out that you think everybody should know about? So I'm going to say um, my girl mom self wants to give Ottawa Valley Boutique a shout out. Courtney is a mom herself to almost four kids and three and a half, we'll say. And she is a boss babe. She, when I started this, she helped me out with giveaways and including me in her, pro, her, you know, promotions and things like that. And we, she's just amazing. And the bows, I mean, I'm an addict for my girls. I have, it's a sickening amount, the amount of bows I have. So I have to give her a shout out. I, she's the best. If you're looking for a bow in the Valley, that's who you got to go to. Fantastic. Yes, I have that problem too. Way too many bows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag girl mom probs. <laughs> yeah, really. All the boy moms are just thinking like, what? But the thing is, is uh, Courtney also has uh, bow ties and Weston's wardrobe. So she's got some kids oh. clothes in there as well now. So yep, she's hitting all the avenues. Boy moms, girl moms. She's just your girl for accessories. Perfect. Well, Erin, this is so much fun chatting with you. I, we had a ton more questions that I had that I wanted to ask, but I figured we should cap it at this, but um, where can everybody find you? How can they place an order? Where are you on social media? And do you also offer pickup uh, and local delivery options here in the Valley? Yeah, so we definitely do local pickup, local delivery. Um, we do our deliveries once a week and we go all the way out to kind of edge of Pembroke, we'll say, and all the way to Rolston. So we do all that for free. And you can find us anywhere on social media at Bug and Bean Decor or on our website, www.bugandbeandecor.com. Perfect. Well, everybody go check Erin out for all of your nursery needs. We're so excited to see the furniture collection once that gets released. Um, and again, guys, stay tuned in the fall for when Erin is searching for new brand ambassadors. Um, Please. but yeah, because <laughs> she'd love to have you on her team. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I publish new episodes every Monday. I'll be back next week. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you guys next week. This week's podcast episode is sponsored by Amanda Talker Media, the Ottawa Valley's most trusted branding and social media expert. Find her at amandatalker.media.
Enterprise Renfrew County's applications are now being accepted for their Starter Plus company program. Check them out at www.enterpriserenfrewcounty.com forward slash programs forward slash starter dash company dash plus forward slash. And Natural Glow Canada is offering 20% off all services until April 1st, 2021. Book your appointment with Jackie at Natural Glow by Jacqueline. That's J-A-C-K-L-Y-N dot com.